Today is the 20th day of October, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. Psalm for the 20th day evening prayer, Psalm 104. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord my God, how excellent is your greatness. You are clothed with majesty and splendor. You wrap yourself with light as with a cloak and spread out the heavens like a curtain. You lay the beams of your chambers into the waters above. You make the clouds your chariot. You ride on the wings of the wind. You make the winds your messenger and flames of fire your servants. You have set the earth upon its foundations so that it never shall move at any time. You covered it with the deep As with a mantle, the waters stood higher than the mountains. At your rebuke they fled. At the voice of your thunder they hastened away. They went up into the hills and down to the valleys beneath, to the places you have appointed for them. You set the limits that they should not pass, that they shall not again cover the earth. You send the springs into the valleys. They flow between the mountains. All the beasts of the field drink their fill from them, and the wild beasts quench their thirst. Beside them the birds of the air make their nests and sing among the branches. You water the mountains from your dwelling on high. The earth is fully satisfied by the fruits of your works. You make grasses grow for flocks and herds and plants to serve humanity that they may bring forth food from the earth and wine is to gladden our hearts, oil to make a cheerful countenance and bread to strengthen the heart. The trees of the Lord are full of sap, the cedars of Lebanon, which he planted, in which the birds build their nests and in whose top the stork makes his dwelling. The high hills are a refuge for the mountain goats and the stony cliffs for the rock badgers. You appointed the moon to mark the seasons, and the sun knows the time of its setting. You make darkness that it might be night, in which all the beasts of the forest prowl. The lion roar at their prey and seek their food from God. 
The sun rises and they slip away and lay themselves down in their dens. Man goes forth to his work and to his labor unto the evening. O Lord, how manifold are your works! In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Yonder is the great and wide sea with its living things too much to number, creatures both small and great. There moves the ships, and there is that Leviathan, which you have made for the sport of it. All of them look to you to give them their food in due season. You give it to them, they gather it. You open your hand and they are filled with good things. You hide your face and they are terrified. You take away their breath and they die and return to their dust. You send forth your spirit and they are created, and so you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in all his works. He looks at the earth and it trembles. He touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will praise my God while I have my being. May these words of mine please him. I will rejoice in the Lord. Let sinners be consumed out of the earth, and the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Revelation to John, chapter 9, beginning at the first verse. The fifth angel blew his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen from heaven to earth, and he was given the key to the shaft of the bottomless pit. He opened the shaft of the bottomless pit, and from the shaft rose smoke like the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened with the smoke from the shaft. Then from the smoke came locusts on the earth, and they were given authority like the authority of scorpions on the earth. They were told not to damage the grass of the earth or any green grass growing on the tree, but only those people who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. They were allowed to torture them for five months, but not to kill them. And their torture was like the torture of a scorpion when it stings someone. And in those days, people will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will flee from them. In their appearance, the locusts were like horses equipped for battle. On their heads were like looks of the crowns of gold, and their faces were like human faces. Their hair was women's hair, and their teeth like lion's teeth, and their scales like iron breastplates, and their noise of the wings was like the noise of the chariots and the horses rushing into battle. They have tails like scorpions with stingers, and their tails and the power to harm people for five months. They have as king over them an angel of the bottomless pit. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon. In the Greek, he is called Apollyon. The first woe has passed. There are still two woes to come. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. 
but over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 10, beginning at the 25th verse. A lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, what is written in the law? What do you read there? He answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have given the right answer. Do this, and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, as he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers who had stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to that place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, while traveling, came near him, and when he saw him, he was moved with pity. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, having poured oil and wine on them. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him, and when I come back, I will repay you whatever more you spend. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? He said, The one who showed him mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Splendor and honor and kingly power are yours by right, O Lord our God, for you created everything that is, and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain, for with your blood you have redeemed for God, from every family, language, people, and nation, a kingdom of priests to serve our God. And so to him who sits upon the throne, and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. Our Reflections for Thursday for the week of Proper 24. We continue our readings from the City of God by Augustine, Bishop of Hippo, from the year 430. 
the two cities were created by two kinds of love. The earthly city was created by self-love reaching the point of contempt for God. The heavenly city, by the love of God, carried as far as contempt of itself. In fact, the earthly city glorifies in itself. The heavenly city glorifies in the Lord. The former looks for glory from other people. The latter finds its highest glory in God, the witness of the good conscience. The earthly lifts up its head in its own glory. The heavenly city says to its God, My glory, you lift up my head. In the former, the lust for domination lords it over its princes and over the nations it subjugates. And in the other, both of those put in authority and those subject to them serve one another in love. The rulers by this counsel the subjects of their obedience. The one city loves its own strength shown in its powerful leaders. The other says to its God, I will love you, my Lord, my strength. Consequently, in the earthly city, it's wise people who live by human standards have pursued the goods of the body of their own mind, or of both. Or those of them who were able to know God did not honor him as God, nor did they give thanks to him, but they dwindled into futility in their own thoughts, and their senseless heart was darkened in asserting their kingdom. That is, exalting themselves in the wisdom under the domination of pride that became foolish and changed the glory of the imperceivable God into an image representing a perishable human or birds or beasts or reptiles. For in the adoration of idols of this kind, they were either light leaders or followers of the general public. And they worshipped and served creating things instead of the Creator, who is blessed forever. In the heavenly city, on the other hand, our only wisdom is the devotion which rightly worships the true God and looks for its reward in the fellowship of the saints, not only holy people, but also holy angels, so that God may be all in all. One of these cities, the earthly, has created for herself such false gods as she wanted from any source she chose, even creating them out of mortals in order to worship them with sacrifices. The other city, the heavenly city on pilgrimage in this world, does not create false gods. She herself is the creation of the true God, and she herself is to be her own true sacrifice. Nevertheless, both cities alike enjoy good things, or are afflicted with the adversities of the temporal state, but with a different faith, a different expectation, a different love, until they are separated by the final judgment, and each receives her own end, of which there is no end. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven, 
and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by any adversity. And in all we do, directing us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Father of mercies and God of all comfort, our only help in the time of need, we humbly ask of you to behold, visit, and relieve your sick servants for whom prayers have been asked. Look upon them with the eyes of your mercy. Comfort them with a sense of your goodness. Preserve them from the temptations of the enemy and give them patience under their affliction. And in your good time, restore them to health and enable them to lead the residue of their life in your fear and to your glory. And grant that finally they may dwell with you in life everlasting through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which are offered before you for all members of your holy church. Then in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts, we may show forth your praise 
not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves for your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever.